Greetings, this is Father Michael, and a very warm Merry Christmas to you all. This particular week, we begin the first of a three-part series focusing on the Sundays that come after Christmas. Of course, in our own worship and liturgical year, Christmas is not just one day, but in fact a whole octave, a whole season, and Perhaps we're most familiar with the 12 days of Christmas in which we celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of Christ coming to birth. And so this week we're looking at the relationship with Christ and the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and how they are for us not simply a kind of cause for admiration, but really for imitation, how the faithfulness that they show to one another is in fact, what makes them to be the holy family. Life not always perfect, but that call to faithfulness. And in our podcast today, we delve into some of the stories around the Christmas season and the readings that we'll be doing in the successive week, and then also prepare for the next coming Sundays. Uh, That would be the Epiphany, the the greeting of the Christ child by the Magi, and then finally the Baptism of our Lord, which will be uh, in two weeks. And this particular podcast has two parts. uh, Father Isaiah and I uh, reflect on the biblical and scriptural nature, and then there's a little bonus, a little part two that that we add uh, based on a very uh, dear painting that I uh, love from a Caravaggio, which I think illumines well the kind of ordinary, normal uh, aspect of the cares of the Holy Family, Mary and Joseph and the newborn babe, and yet does it in a very uh, spiritually unique and delightful way. And so two parts today. And so I hope that indeed this Christmas season has been a time when you have been able to connect with family and friendship and know the warmth and the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so whether you're on the go or taking it slow, many, many blessings as you enjoy today's show. Greetings and welcome back to St. Dominic's Weekly. Merry Christmas, Father Michael. And to all a good night. <laughs> no, <laughs> no by, the, by the time this drops, it won't necessarily be evening. But, I, you know, this Christmas is such a wonderful powerful season of gathering uh, together mm-hmm. and uh, food and family and then yeah. it's kind of like you almost need a break from like, like you enjoy <laughs> right, it yeah you're just kind of like you're like okay now you take a deep breath and now we're ready ready for the next the, the next thing but yeah christmas christmas week it's it's like not quite like easter in mm-hmm. terms of the yeah. the energy around it but yeah, these are like the pivot true. points of the year christmas and Easter, these great celebrations that aren't just one day. It's it's interesting, you know, and, on, um, mm-hmm. and you go around, and a lot of people do, especially in the city, artificial trees. Oh, right, But right, right. the day after Christmas, I uh, sometimes will take a, an early morning walk uh-huh. before the oh, yeah, 6.30 yeah, yeah. mass. And Monday for a lot of people, um, or not Monday, but it's it's, it's Oh, yeah, the day, after, the day after Christmas, right? It's like garbage day for uh, people in this, this 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 neck of the woods. It's on, kind on of day. depressing, actually. <laughs> so, and you see, you know, kind of the remnants of, of, of right. joy. So some, some yeah. of the, how to put it, bottles of, of, of adult spirits Let's and things say, like that yes. on the, on the yeah. curb and things like that. But I noticed all sorts of Christmas trees. Right. And so yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, wait. I mean, one of the downsides to starting, quote unquote, the holiday Christmas back season <laughs> back on Halloween, exactly yeah. on the, on the in, in in October, <laughs> you know, in yeah. October, is that once you hit the twenty fifth on the twenty sixth, oh, you're yeah. like, all right, I'm done. You're exhausted. <laughs> you're exhausted. No, right? I remember talking to members of the choir just the other day, yeah. and they were saying that, yeah, we've been rehearsing 
these songs since Halloween, and I just I'm so done. I'm done. I'm, I'm so done. done with Silent <laughs> Night. I'm so done with Oh Holy Night. All these great songs that are so dear to our hearts, but. Yeah, if they've been singing them ever since the 1st of November, I would be tired. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of diminishing returns on that, which uh, all the more points to the need for th- seasons like Advent and Lent. That is right. not the celebration of, but the preparation for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as a church, now we celebrate uh, traditionally the octave or even yeah, exactly. the 12 days of Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's actually once Christmas hits, now the party starts. Exactly. And if we're yeah. so exhausted <laughs> from all the pre-parties and things like that, that's just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> Put it to the curb. <laughs> Kick it to the curb. <laughs> for us, for the for uh, for many Catholics, it's the yeah. inverse way, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no. So, as well. so this past weekend, um, celebrated as a church in mm-hmm. this octave of Christmas, and always yeah. happens during the octave, yeah. the feast of the Holy Family. Yeah. And I thought it might be nice to kind of delve into and reflect on why is the Holy Family particularly situated this time of mm-hmm. year. It's yeah. not, it's, in other words, you celebrate Christmas, and then the very next celebration you have in the Christmas festivity yeah. is a focus yeah. and intentionality around the goodness and the blessing of family. Yeah, so liturgically speaking, we're yeah. talking about the first Sunday after Christmas. That's right. That we're celebrating the Solemnity of the Holy Family, of course, the Child Jesus, the Blessed Mother, and Joseph. Right? Yeah, and so. even even if, like, yeah. say, because Christmas, of course, changes on the days of the week. Exactly, even yeah. if Christmas were, like, let's say Saturday, mm-hmm. <laughs> the very next day would be Holy Family. So whatever, yeah. whatever Sunday falls after Christmas, wherever it falls in, in the yeah, week, exactly. it's always Holy Family, always yeah. Holy Family. In fact, the next th- three weeks have a certain progression to mm-hmm. them as we have Holy Family, and then you have the Three Kings of yes, Orientar. Orient. <laughs> we got the Epiphany yeah. <laughs> coming in, the kings. And then the, the final is the Baptism mm-hmm. of yeah. the Lord. And we fast forward about 30 years. Exactly, yeah. exactly. In that yeah. one week, there's a, yeah. a kind of fast forwarding of uh, thir- more, uh, you know, mas o menos 30 years. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's always fun. You go from like, you know, the, the, the Holy Family and their journey to like an approximation of like, <laughs> of, of the kings arriving, you know, a month later or so. And then. Fast forward 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus grows yeah. up. The <laughs> hidden years, let us say. The hidden years. We go through the hidden years in about a week. It's like watching those movies on fast, watching a movie right, on exactly. fast forward. Like yeah. <laughs> quadruple time. <laughs> but no, so this, the, the, this, the, it's always set. In other words, the point exactly. is that the church yeah. sees a real value in having a kind of rhythm that mm-hmm. flows from the Christmas season. And the first of it is kind of this triple series of feasts right. is the Holy Family. It starts with the idea that our salvation and the incarnation comes in the context of family life. Yeah. The holy family. Yeah. And exactly that uh that there's this presupposition when we come to the holy family that we think that it was all, you know, cotton candy and unicorns when it comes to the holy family. Everything was all nice and happy and joyful every single day, right? Let me be honest, do you really like cotton candy? Not really. <laughs> But it's a nice image to tell. <laughs> kind of fluffy and light and sweet. And you know what? Unicorns aren't my favorite mythical animal either. So. What's your, what's your, well, now that you've got me, now you got my curiosity. Boy, we're really just riffing today. But what is your favorite <laughs> mythical animal? Do you have a, is it some kind of wildebeest? Um, let's say dragon. Because okay, there it's we the go. first one in my mind. There you go. <laughs> I currently have this thing for pandas, but I don't think that's a mythical beast. No, the so. pandas. Although there are certain uh, panda powers. That that are, are you know that nature. most pandas know how to do kung fu. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie you know. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I seen it a few times? <laughs> yes, you have nieces too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. yeah, the, the, the 
kids love the kung fu. Anyway, um, the but have, why? Yeah, but Holy Family, <laughs> Holy Family. No, and here's the thing about Holy Family is there's a way in which we can look at the Holy Family almost like a beautiful stained glass window. Right, right here, Saint Dominic's, we have beautiful stained glass windows, and you're like, wow, the Holy Family. So you have, of course, you you start with Mary, and yeah. certainly we believe in our faith that Mary was not only um, a sense of holiness, but Perfection. I mean, we believe that from the very first moment of her conception, mm-hmm. she was free from all original mm-hmm. sin, yeah. and that at every point in her life, she chose to act in accord with God's will and actualize that love in her mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. such that she had no personal sin at all. So here right. you go. Okay, so you start out with mom. Mom is yeah. <laughs> mom is perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's she's wonderful. But and then you have Saint Joseph. Yeah. who, once again, there's not a sense that he was perfect, but he's a saint and he certainly... He's a just man. He's a just man, yeah. yeah. He's, he's known as, as the upright or the just man. And then their child, of course, is the son of God. So you're yeah. like, what could go wrong? You know, yeah. you, the, the holy... Here it is. We celebrate the holy family yeah. because they are perfect. Like a stained glass exactly, window, yeah. they are worthy of our admiration. Mm-hmm. And we kind of behold them as like, oh, if only we could be perfect like them. Yeah, but I think something's lost if we if we simply see it as a kind of a beauty to behold, right? Rather than acknowledge that we celebrate the Holy Family not because they were perfect, mm-hmm. not because they were the kind of the, the holiness of that perfection, mm-hmm. but I think deeper because they were faithful, yeah, to the messiness of mm-hmm. their living right. situation. Right. right? They embrace the holy messiness that is family life. Exactly, and so I think yeah. the reason we celebrate them is not. Because they all have their own feast days for, you know, I mean, right, obviously, exactly. you know, uh, Christ has uh, every Sunday and things. St. Joseph has his own particular feast mm-hmm. day. Mary has a number of solemnities throughout the uh-huh, year, exactly. including the very first one, Mother of God, on, 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 on the first, the first, day, of the first day of the right. year, right? We start with that. So it's not like the Holy Family is just another iteration of, oh, here's some, here's some holy people, but yeah. that their family life, the dynamic of how they related to one another mm-hmm. in the family was activated by faithfulness in very difficult circumstances. Yeah. So the reason we celebrate is not because they were perfect, not mm-hmm. because they were holy, but because they were faithful. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting then to think about all the stories of, of, of what happened to them. I mean, you think of, yeah. I mean, you start with Mary, right? So Mary uh-huh. gets this vision from an angel, <laughs> right. right? That she's going to be pregnant. And she, her first question is like, how's this going to happen, right? Okay. <laughs> right? She's going to be <laughs> someone who is not formally married, so an unwed Pregnant woman mm-hmm. in that time and culture. Not good news. No, yeah. exactly. In some ways, yeah. Culturally yeah. speaking, not good news. No, for yeah. sure. Not not good news. In fact, and you think of Joseph and he kind of gets wind either through the... It's, the scripture doesn't isn't you know specific on how Joseph discovers yeah. she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. It, it certainly says that Mary and Joseph aren't talking about it. So Mary yeah. doesn't reveal it to Joseph. Right. But basically, I think we can... It's implied that the kind of local gossip... Yeah. It's Rumor a small mill. town. Yeah, exactly. Has gotten yeah. started. It's like, oh, have you noticed? You know, Mary's showing, or she's, you know, what's, what's going, going on? on? And there's it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, so he decides he's going to just kind of divorce her quietly, kind yeah. of let it, let this go, kind of move on. And then when he's visited by the angel, yeah. angel that tells him, you know, to be basically to be faithful, to not be fearful, mm-hmm. but to be faithful. And I can only imagine Joseph in that moment you know, having to put aside expectations of his own sense of fatherhood or just as a man, exactly, you know, yeah. you know, and just mm-hmm. having to say, okay. And for the rest of his life, there's, we, we know from the scripture later on in life, 
when Jesus is, when they're trying to make a dig at Jesus, they say, Jesus, not son of Joseph. But son of Mary. Son of That's Mary. Right. Which know, implies a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. You, you think that there's not a, a kind of an implicit kind of, you know, twisting of the, mm-hmm. uh, like, well, yeah, what was that all about? Who do, who's, who's, yeah, exactly. who's, whose biological father is Jesus, right? So there's this this kind of way in which he has to let go of expectations mm-hmm. of what this relationship would be be like certainly not perfect right, <laughs> right? Exactly. certainly yeah. unusual certainly miraculous and mysterious and yet that doesn't necessarily make it easier yeah right so he's got to get it and then it's okay there's that sense of faithfulness that brings them together but then the travel that they have to do right and so right. they have to register for the census and mm-hmm. of course we all know so well no room in the inn right exactly and then <laughs> and, so and then he, days after the birth you know they have to flee for egypt exactly mm-hmm. yeah and so his his life comes into jeopardy and all of a sudden they're fleeing and they go symbol both symbolically and in reality to egypt mm-hmm. which is that that place for for jewish people of of being if you will in exile right right the place of, of slavery and bondage and exile and for the holy family you got to think Joseph didn't speak Coptic or any yeah. Egyptian language. Mary yeah. didn't say that. These, were, these weren't like um, affluent, well-connected, cosmopolitan people. Right, exactly. These so, are villagers, you know, the construction workers, you know. I mean, the guys that are doing, uh, doing the spray painting on the streets. This is what we're talking about right now. Yeah, so they, they've got, they go to Egypt and... They probably had to scrounge to make ends yeah. meet. They probably, I mean, you kind of think of you think of difficult family challenges that every yeah. family has to ch- face. They faced them, <laughs> yeah, and even more so, yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. Refugees, you know, basically being pursued. Mm-hmm. Specifically, no sense of security, no sense yeah. of family connection, no sense yeah. of job. Joseph is they're jobless, homeless yeah. refugees, right, right from the get go, yeah. Right, so. and so when we're celebrating the Holy Family, we acknowledge that yes, God chose not just to become, kind of take on human nature, but to be born in a family, and that family was going to experience, if you will, the most difficult yeah. and dire human yeah. circumstance. Not only yeah. humble human circumstances, but but difficult human circumstances. And even when they come home, right? Yeah, come back to Nazareth. Yeah, I mean, it's not as if. All the past stuff that they've uh, gone through with Mary, uh, with Mary being pregnant and all that stuff, it's not as if it's been forgotten. Yeah. If anything, just it's just been on pause for seven, eight, or how many years, right? So they walk right back, go back to Nazareth, and they walk right into that gossipy mess. Yeah, okay. for sure. They kind of return. And, and even if you go kind of towards the, the last moment we hear about Jesus' childhood mm-hmm. for for folks who have, you know, perhaps teenagers in the house and a sense, of, <laughs> <laughs> a sense in which, you know, communication and family like is not always in sync. You've got basically the finding of Jesus in the temple where <laughs> where Jesus, yes. <laughs> when Mary comes and says, hey, you know, son, we've been looking for you. You've been worrying us, you know. <laughs> and, why? and why? Why were you looking for me? Exactly. I had, I had stuff to do. What? Je- Jesus' response <laughs> seems a little bit kind of teenage Yeah, a little cheeky. <laughs> a little cheeky. <laughs> now, obviously, as, as a son of God, he's making a, a, a very spiritual, of course, uh, of know, course, theological of course. message that that his will is going to be in tune with his father's will. And he's, of course, of he, course. He's met that, right. so not to be you know facetious about that, but but really at a human level, mm-hmm. Mary was you know worried out of her mind. <laughs> she was worried oh, yeah. sick. You know, Joseph yeah. was like, you can only think Joseph was like, oh my goodness, you know, I've entrusted with yeah. this kind of 
task and vocation to be, you know, to raise, you know, the Messiah. <laughs> and I've already, I've lost and I, 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 messed, I, I totally messed up I, right I, now. I, 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 <laughs> totally not being, you know, the person that, that I would want to be and successful in every way. Yeah. And there's Jesus saying, you know, oh, why were you, why were you all concerned? You know, <laughs> <Meh>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So at a human level, I'd be interesting to think how satisfying in that moment the, the Mary and Joseph took Jesus' response, although it, Mary certainly always ponders these moments mm-hmm. in her heart. And Jesus, for his part, is obedient. Yeah, right? he went home. He goes home. That's he's obedient. Guy. He grows in his wisdom, age, and grace. And so you've yeah. got, you've got you know, there's a way in which no matter your family situation, mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. in terms of modern family life, in terms of different yeah. relationships and, you know, the reality of broken families uh-huh. and divorce and, you know, in terms of, you know, not necessarily all our families being biologically connected these right. days mm-hmm. in the very, here in San Francisco, that's certainly true. A lot of single family um, yeah. situations to know that the Holy family had moments of experiencing so many of what we would call contemporary kind of challenges yeah. Yeah. they experienced in their life. Yeah. And that's the real reason that they, that we celebrate them because not because life was perfect, not yeah. because they were perfect, but because at every point yeah. they remained faithful yeah to what God called them to be as a family. Precisely because they're in perfect situation. Yeah. And their perseverance in living that life of faithfulness. That's why we celebrate them as a family. Exactly. And and it's not, you know, we think <laughs> we don't get to choose our family. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, our siblings and our, mm-hmm. and our parents are not something that we necessarily get to choose. But we see that as a kind of a, a, a if you will, a gift or the context yeah. that God gives us to grow in virtue. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes we think, oh, gosh, if it wasn't for family life i could be better in other words it's yeah. it's kind of in spite of family life mm-hmm. there's a certain growth and wisdom and and no good god's intention is that it's precisely through the messiness yeah. the challenges mm-hmm. of family life that that's where we learn uh-huh. how to trust how to be generous mm-hmm. how to love so all the most mm-hmm. important things that we're called to learn in our life is is hopefully coming yeah. through that kind of family experience no matter what that family experience is, yeah. there's, there's certainly lessons uh, to be learned and growth to, to be had. Um, so, yeah, so this is why right after the birth of Christ, we acknowledge the family messiness, the family yeah. situation, and the call to faithfulness, the call to, to always be faithful in, in whatever we're doing as yeah. as a family. No matter what kind of family situation you're in, whether mm-hmm. it be a one-parent family, divorce, whatever, I yeah. mean, but... I mean, we can all look to the Holy Family to teach us a lesson in faithfulness and holiness of how to do this whole Christian project in a in a virtuous way. Yeah, and just to, just to maybe uh, just take another step on that, that sense of faithfulness is not always successful. I go back to the Mother Teresa quote that, that yeah. certainly resonates uh, in this regard where she said that God doesn't call us to be successful. He calls us to be faithful. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. and so... I think of all the times in which I'm sure Mary, Joseph, and maybe even in the relationship, Jesus might even say, it didn't seem from the outside perspective to be a successful moment, right? <laughs> right? That they're always called to be faithful to whatever yeah. that, whatever the challenge that, that was before him, right? That's a really interesting point because um, especially for an American audience, mm-hmm. which is the great majority of our listeners right now, <laughs> um, when we think about the successful family, we're thinking about Stanford or Harvard going on a free ride and everybody's going to have a PhD or an MD or whatever, letters after, and everyone's going to own a Tesla, right? Yeah. But, you know, with the church, I mean, we don't, we don't, 
that's all well and good, all for God's glory. But when it comes to a successful family, we're not talking about how many letters you have at, at the end of your name, or rather, just are you a prayerful, faithful, virtuous collection of people? Yeah, right? no, it's just, it's just the usual kind of you know the I know we've talked about uh, power, prestige, right. um, pleasure, uh, being kind of those those great, um, if you will, objects towards which we can organize our, our yeah. life, right? The, the mm-hmm. four P's of, of, yeah, of exactly. happiness mm-hmm. that is yeah. given to us uh, right. you know, by philosophy and certainly continuous day. Exactly, we can yeah. see family life in those, you know, yeah. under that rubric of mm-hmm. is, is the family, is this a, a functioning healthy family? Well, it does it have a sense in which it's, you know, successful on the lines of, you know, wealth, possessions, mm-hmm prestige power pleasure is there is all those operative yeah and the idea is no certainly you want obviously there's a balance and modicum of each that you yeah. need to have a healthy family mm-hmm. but that can't be the goal of family right. life. Right? the yeah. goal of family life is simply to be faithful to god's call to god's will mm-hmm. and that god it's interesting god, that god has chosen not to act, he always, God's always collecting, you know, not just uh, calling particular individuals, but individuals to be part of a kind of community. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. family life is, if you will, is the basis for, for church life. Yeah. Right? So the, 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 the ecclesia, the church, is really kind of, if you will, the home, the family. Yeah. <laughs> right? And family, in terms of education, in terms of growth and virtue, is there. And so I often will say to those uh, parents who bring their children here at St. Dominic's for a religious education, you know, religious education is not, you know, done by clergy or priests or catechists, first yeah. of all. <laughs> the first educators of the faith, the first communicators of faith are parents in yeah. family life. Exactly. How exactly. do we learn yeah. how to relate to God as father <laughs> mm-hmm. through that natural relationship yeah. we have to our dads? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how do yeah. we learn what forgiveness, true forgiveness uh-huh. is all about? When those who are closest to us, who we didn't choose necessary to live with, exactly. will wound us, that's how we learn how to love in, in spite of or through yeah. that, that the, those great trials. And so when people are like, oh, you know, my family life, I, I don't connect with my family. It's been, I had a very difficult family experience, which many people have. Many yeah. people are wounded by. Yeah. Um, it's precisely in that relationship the Lord can be and heal and, in a sense, bring us to places that... Um, we wouldn't have been able to go spiritually and relationally mm-hmm. and as mm-hmm. a person if it wasn't for that that context. So it's just a very powerful feast day to remember that God interacts in the world, not through individuals, yeah. first of all, but through family life, yeah. through communal through community. life. Mm-hmm. And in fact, God chose not to come like, you know, uh, kind of a mythical hero striding upon yeah. the mountains. God, Jesus doesn't yeah. just appear out of nowhere. It doesn't yeah. start with like his baptism in the Jordan, this guy that no one yeah. you know, has heard about suddenly comes on the scene. Yeah, no, exactly. he comes as a little baby, <laughs> yeah. you know, born into a human family and has, even though those years are not specified, the quote unquote hidden years of the Bible that yeah. he has for all intents and purposes, a very normal <laughs> yeah. childhood Mixed with all sorts of daily challenges, no doubt, exactly, no yeah. doubt, uh, and then these moments of, of of true crisis that that come up early, as we mentioned before. But that faithfulness is is yeah. is the um, thread that runs through all of the experience of those early years with with, with Jesus. Yeah. So here we are to celebrate this beautiful feast yep. again. We just celebrated it yesterday. Yep. Right. This last so weekend. In, yep. 
So here we are for continuing this Christmas season. So if you want to support the podcast and all that such, remember if you have any feedback, podcast at stdominics.org. And of course, if you want to uh, do us a favor, share and uh, and comment uh, the podcast on your own social media, Facebook and all, Twitter and all that such. Very good. And may the Lord certainly always find faith alive in our families. That we might be faithful and that our families truly may radiate the joy of the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen. Amen.